This is a Federal News Network podcast. Sometimes appropriations and student fees don't cover the ambitions of federal universities. For example, the National Defense University, a prestigious institution at Fort McNair in Washington. That's where the NDU Foundation comes in with funding and programmatic support. Joining me in studio with what the foundation is all about, its new CEO, James Schmeling. Mr. Schmeling, great to have you in. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Why don't we start with the National Defense University? Just quickly review what that is. I think anyone who gets to a certain level in the military goes through there at some point in their lives. Absolutely. It's one of the uh, most prestigious universities in the defense network. The National Defense University is really focused on joint military education and educating joint war fighters so that they have a purview of how to conduct war with joint forces. The uh, most senior officers and the ones who are most high potential are the ones who usually go. And it's located on a beautiful piece of land in Fort McNair, one of the great spots in Washington if you haven't been there. But uh, tell us about the foundation and how is it? what does it do and how is it connected to NDU? So the foundation is a little over 35 years old, and it was set up to enhance the ability of the National Defense University to conduct its work. You know, like all universities, philanthropic support makes a difference around the margins. The ability to do something that you can't do with appropriated funds is pretty common in uh, both public and private universities. You'll see endowments and funding for chairs and other sorts of things that come from private support in all kinds of universities. And that's the case at the National Defense University as well. What are some of the activities the foundation funds that could not be done with appropriated funds? And and does NDU get an appropriation? Yeah, NDU does have a budget from DOD. It's in the neighborhood of about $90 million a year, and it educates about 2,000 folks every year. What we do is provide for some of the resources for those students. It might be the ability to publish a book, or it might be the ability to travel to a conference or register for a conference where they're going to speak and share their expertise. We also fund the Colin Powell Chair in Leadership and Ethics. And I think that's an important one because what we're doing is taking a very senior leader. The last one was the former chair of the Air Force, and they're about ready to appoint a new chair as well shortly. And that's a person who comes in and really focuses on ethics and leadership and the way that Colin Powell did when he was a leader. So we're able to do those sorts of things and and add expertise. And how does the foundation work? Do you have fundraisers or do you have donors that regularly give? How do you – it sounds like a CEO, your main job might be fundraising. Fundraising is one of my main jobs. It's that and putting together the programs that are of interest to funders and donors and to our national security folks. The fundraising that I do relies a lot on our board, and we have an amazing board that I'm thankful to have. Some of them have been involved for less than a year. Some of them have been involved for 15 years. They're from business and industry. We have partners that have put board members on our board to serve with us from organizations like IBM and Boeing and Lidos and many others, Stalas Group and, and so on. And what they do is help with the fundraising in connection to national security-focused companies and folks who are in the industrial base. You know, NDU has five constituent colleges, and some of them include cyber and information Some of them include national resource strategy and the industrial base, and others include all of the joint war fighting process. But there's an opportunity here to have people from across industry sectors involved. Yeah, I've seen where foundations can enhance a school by virtue of adding perhaps courses that would be a little bit peripheral to what they would normally offer, but nevertheless are allied to something that is central. What what I'm thinking of, for example, is in the 
the uh, Naval Academy has a foundation, and the foundation just funded the extension of a laboratory for additive manufacturing, which might be expensive and peripheral maybe for Annapolis directly, but it's something the foundation could do. Is that also true of NDU and its foundation? It is true, and one of the things we're talking about there at NDU and the foundation fundraising for is a wargaming center. It's a facility that doesn't exist at the National War College or at the National Defense University and other of our senior military education schools, the service schools, actually do have those sorts of resources. And because we're focused on joint war fighting at NDU, that's the sort of resource that we can build and extend. We're speaking with James Schmeling. He's the president and CEO of the National Defense University Foundation. And tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came to this job and what your background is. So I have a little bit of a winding background here. I started off enlisted in the Air Force uh, many, many years ago, back in 1987. I spent six years in the Air Force, and I was a blue-collar kid from Iowa. When I got out of the Air Force, I'd had the fortune of being exposed to a lot of people with degrees. Um, I worked in an organization that did nuclear treaty verification, and all of them said, well, why aren't you going to go to college? And, And my answer is, well, I don't have a good answer. So I went back to Iowa. I went to Iowa State, got an undergrad degree. I went to Iowa got a law degree, and I fell in love with higher education. So I stayed at the University of Iowa College of Law for seven years running a disability law and policy center with a faculty member there and then got recruited to Syracuse to build a disability law and policy center there. And in the process, I got to know a guy by the name of Mike Haney, who is now the vice chancellor at Syracuse University, and we co-founded the Institute for Veterans and Military Families at Syracuse University. And that was really a transformational experience for me because I got to go back into the military space and focus on veterans and higher education and employment and career and other things like that. And then from there, I went to Student Veterans of America as their executive vice president. And I've been for the last four years focused on higher ed for veterans as they're leaving military service. And I think all of that was prep for coming to NDU Foundation. And what are your plans I know you've only been there a few weeks, but uh, you must have some vision for where you would like to see the foundation go. Yeah, I'm in my third week now. But I think the the reason that the board um, decided that I was the right person for this was because of a vision that I have for integrating public-private partnerships. I've done that in the last couple of organizations that I've been in, building business and industry roundtables and coalitions, focusing on what industry can do for the needs of the public sector. And I think we can do that here at NDU by bringing in business and industry actors who are focused on national security, who are focused on the industrial base and other things, and give them exposure to our national security leaders so that they understand what's necessary. And contrary-wise, because the private sector has so much expertise here that the military sector may not have the knowledge of or ability to tap into that creating those connections is probably the most important thing. I guess it's an important time because the military is officially seeking a third offset strategy. They have all of these innovation programs going to try to get new technology more quickly into military operations, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, all of these autonomy, different technologies that they have, they know are out there, but aren't really helping with that offset. So it seems like your timing here is really good. And industry can use that vector to bring some of that information to warfighters. 
I think so. And I think that the fact that industry has all of this knowledge that the military is seeking in Department of Defense leaders need to understand is a great opportunity for them to interface with those leaders, whether there are national leaders from our military services or the State Department folks or other agencies or even the international leaders around the world. The exposure to that technology and that leadership position is really, really important for the people who come through NDU. And I think on top of that, the other aspect of it is that we have some really strong experts on national security who are there, and they can inform the discussion and help industry see where the military needs are so that they can respond. James Schmeling is president and CEO of the National Defense University Foundation. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.